welcome to Series 3 of the Tim Hill Podcast. In the last two series, I've told you about my life. I've met many interesting people along the way who have become my friends. And what they all have in common is they all have fascinating stories of their own, which they are happy to share with you now. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Tim Hill Podcast. Again, this time we're going to be talking to Harry. This is part three, so we're going to take it on from where we left off. Harry was just about to transfer from from being Royal Anglian to really large core. So, Harry, go and pick up the story from there. Yeah, well, just before I went, we got transferred from Mortars to, uh, we lost the Mortar platoon. They took it in as a specialist unit somewhere else. And we got tasked with being the uh, machine gun platoon. That was all right in itself, but yeah, it wasn't the same. So that was with the old GPMG on the yeah. sustained fire roll, was it? Yeah, yeah, you name tripod. it, we fired it. That's it. Yeah, whatever, whatever we was used for, we we usually used as sustained fire rolls. Oh, that's brilliant! Yeah, we, that, yeah. that is great fun because you can fire more ammunition in one go. Yeah, sort of. What what was the uh, rate of fire? Rate of fire the... was, if, was was it ten to fifteen rounds as opposed to three to five? Yeah, or until the barrel went white hot. Yeah, I've got a story about that. <laughs> and then you took it off quick and went. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, we had a few uh, hot barrels. Yeah, we we were in. We did a, a firepower demonstration just before we left Munster. Yeah. We went out to Houghton Ranges. I think oh, so. yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, we got a, a company dug in there. I mean, that was a great week because <laughs> working in shorts and it was really hot. Yeah. And um, I was on a machine gun uh, on sustained <laughs> fire. And we'd, we'd, we'd had a couple of practices and then we got the defence, NATO defence chiefs down this particular day. Uh, at the actual firepower demonstration. So we've got wombats there, we've got anti-tanks yeah. there, we've, we've got mortars there, we've got machine guns and we've got a company dug in yeah. and we're, we're brassing the place up. And um, Worst thing is picking it all up afterwards. Well, I mean, we, we were going for a huge amount of ammunition and um, my number two didn't sort of keep nudging me to say, we need to change the barrel, and I just kept firing. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> the, <laughs> As it wilts on the front of the gun. <laughs> well, 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 it went white. Yeah, and I bet it did. <laughs> the barrel actually. It, it's like, when you can see the rounds going up the barrel, and you think to yourself, that's a bit warm. <laughs> yeah, I think it's time to change it, so, so we swap this barrel over. But the problem was that the barrel had actually bent. It, it, it had gone out of shape. Oh, I did not get into some trouble for that, I'll tell you. <laughs> Didn't do it, it again. It literally drooped off the end. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had sort of generals and all sorts coming into my trench <laughs> to have a go at firing this bloody thing off. <laughs> oh, dear. Quick, change the barrel. Change the barrel. Change the barrel. Oh, Throw it to one side, quick. <laughs> Get another spare barrel. <laughs> fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, we had three barrels, and it's oh, been one. Well, yeah, shan't go through that again. <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, we was close to bending one. 
and just about changed it in time. Yeah, so that was glowing mortars, white. That was. Yeah, the mortars were were on the same sort of stunt. They they were dropping bombs like it was going out of fashion, and the yeah. tanks was opening up. And then just to finish off the whole exercise, we got this uh, a couple of A tens. They they lurk. I don't know if you've ever seen the, the A-10 tank buster. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they yeah. come in, they, they lurk, and then all of a sudden they, it pops up over the trees and it comes in and it goes... Yeah, that's it. The flying <laughs> fart sack, as we renamed it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you all went, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and the area that we we were firing at, I mean... It decimated it, yeah. yeah they, they came in and it, it just decimated it. It was... yeah. It's it, fantastic it, it, to watch. Yeah, I mean, it, it took out about sort of three football pitch lengths. Yeah, um, I know. And that, that's, that's just yeah a three-second burst. Yeah, it's awesome. Awesome bit of kit. Yeah. You sort of look up, you see the flash, and then you hear this... Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a real, real deep fart, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically... the. The the plane was built around the guns, wasn't it? Yeah. That's all it was. But the, the thing is, I don't think they can fire much more than the three seconds. No, because it stalls it. <laughs> it stalls <laughs> the bloody plane. <laughs> goes back. <laughs> <laughs> See it flying off backwards. Whoops. Hey, that's yeah. a good one. <laughs> yeah. So that, so that was my experience of a fire yeah, yeah, demonstration yeah. And, 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 and drooping a barrel on Jupiter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because we had one in um, Sennelager when we was in Berlin, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Firepower demonstration. That was with another A-10. But he didn't come over the trees. He flew right above us. Yeah. And that, that was that was for the NATO defence um, chiefs oh, as yeah. well, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yes. Yeah. And the tanks come round the, round the corner, wobbling away. <laughs> <laughs> Sennelager, probably the worst lager in the world. Yes. <laughs> Still not as good as me landing there with me plumbing helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't got anyway. that story, have we? <laughs> Are we not? I thought no. we had. Oh, I don't I think we, we did. Yeah, well, that we was... We didn't get uh, on to that. Yeah, well, I, I, that was with uh, Fibro Langling. I was still mortars then, just before it transferred over to uh, anti-tanks. Uh, sorry, okay. machine gun Oh, yeah. machine gun platoon, and then um, they sent me on a helicopter handling course. And then we started off sort of in one camp, and then they all went up to Senelaga to do training up there. So we got left behind to do the helicopter training. So it was only like an extra day, day and a half. That's quite good fun. Yeah, it was. I was. I was enjoying that, putting my arms in the air and waving around and everything like that and getting them to go on to the next marshal and all that sort of stuff and hooking up the trailers and that's no fun it's stood underneath when that when it's coming down. <laughs> no. Best best one is the earthing man. He needs to be quick because <laughs> otherwise you get a big shock. <laughs> Especially if it's been drizzling yeah. or raining. Oh, that's yeah, that, horrible that is. There is an awful lot of static that comes off of the helicopters. Was and that a Wessex or was that uh, they got? No, that was a puma. That was a puma. That was. Uh, yeah. well, it wasn't too bad. I, then, I did uh, it when we first got to um, to Gillingham. Oh yeah, but we were using the Wessex. Oh, horrible! That was a 
That's a funny old bit of kit, that thing. That is. Yeah. So anyway, we was doing all this. And um, anyway, we finished up. And they said, right, are you going on a, a road trip? And I said, oh, how long is that? And they said, oh, about four and a half hours. Four, God. Back of a four ton of rattle, 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 rattle. Oh, no, thanks. Anyway, uh, the pilot was stood there having dinner with us. And I said, are you, are you going back straight away? Are you? He said, yeah, we'll be leaving shortly. Said, All right, any chance of a lift? And he went, yeah, okay, where are you going to? I said, well, we're going up to Senegal. I said, you can drop me off in the field if you like, you know. He said, yeah, yeah, that's on our way back. Like, you know, I said, fair enough. So anyway, I got all my kit together, hopped on, put all my stuff together, and uh, off we flew. I said to the lads, are you not coming? And they went, well, no. I said, get your kit, you can come with me, you know. Oh, all right, fair enough. You have a four-and-a-half-hour trip on the plane. I mean, <laughs> about the old bloody four-tonner. Yeah, it's no fun in the back of a four-tonner. So anyway, we flew across, and it took about 20 minutes, if that, 15 minutes. Off we went. Took longer to take off and land than it did to actually fly there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we we landed, and as we landed, um, he said to me, right, I had the load master. I went, right, I'm going to throw your kit out. You leap down on it, hold it on top, curl yourself over the top so it don't blow away. Give us a thumbs up and we'll go. I said, yeah, okay then. Throw all my stuff out. I'm stood outside, throwing it on the floor quickly, all in a big pile, climbed on top of it, put my thumb up, and off he went. Anyway, you know when you feel that someone's watching you? <laughs> <laughs> I sort of glanced down and I was picking up the gear and I thought, well, what's going on over here? And the Fusiliers had called out, well, the colonel of the Fusiliers had called out all his troops to stand along the edge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In, in company forms, <laughs> and he come walking over to me, and he goes, uh, uh, "Who are you?" And I went, "Sergeant Meekums." And he went, "Sergeant Meekums." And I went, "Yes, sir." And he goes, "How the hell did you get a helicopter?" I said, "Ah, sir, it's not what you know; it's who you know." <laughs> <laughs> While his helicopter was slowly disappearing. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Go, get off. <laughs> Fall out. <laughs> Grabbed all my gear and walked across, and that was when I bumped into um, Ainsworth. He so was a No, he was a captain then. Ooh. Captain Ainsworth. And I said, what are you doing with that budgie on top of your head? <laughs> went, it just had to be you, didn't it? And I said, yes, sir. Of course you did. <laughs> I said, who do you know would get a helicopter ride? <laughs> I said, well, you've got to ask, haven't you? I said, if you, if you want to travel for four and a half hours on a road in a rattly old four-tonner, or do you want to fly for 15, 20 minutes across? I said, I know what I'd rather do. Excellent. Uh, the, the lads come walking across, they all cheered and clapped me. They said, blimey, that was an entrance. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Take a bow. <laughs> <laughs> Even, um, oh, yeah, who was it then? It was Rosie, wasn't it still? No, it wasn't Rosie. It was uh, Foster. So I made you Foster went, how the hell did you get a helicopter? And I went, just asked. <laughs> I said, well, I've done the training, so I might as well use the, use the transport while it's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
they got come past this way anyway. Yeah, yeah. He said it was only about five minutes out of his way. So I said, fair enough. Is that? Uh, anyway, that was my fun with a helicopter bumping into Saint Major Ainsworth <laughs> <laughs> or Captain Ainsworth, as Captain he was Ainsworth. then. So. Yeah. <laughs> sir, hello, sir, sir, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, as I said, we became the. Uh, Machine gun platoon, and uh, that all went pretty well. wasn't that brilliant. Not as good as the mortars or any tanks, but mm. uh, we had fun. You know, sustained fire off. All I can remember is we, we went down to Sennybridge, and we was firing at these targets about a can and a half away, and they tasked me with them um, because I was a sort of spare sergeant then because they promoted someone else, and um, so they tasked me with them. Um, going to get the um, targets. So I went up and got the targets. Bearing in mind, we'd fired hundreds, thousands of rounds at these targets. Weren't a lot well, left of them then? No. There, there was no holes in the targets at all. <laughs> they missed them completely. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I would have made a point of it. <laughs> no, no. I, I told the lads later on, but not at the time. Uh, I'll, I'll go into that, but um, yeah, they missed it completely. We all thought we was eating them, and we was eating just in front of them, basically. How can you miss? How yeah, can you I know. Miss? How can you miss? But anyway, someone with the binoculars wasn't doing a very good job, and he weren't me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you can't take the blame for it. No, I couldn't take the blame for that one. I had a good chuckle about it, and um, <laughs> anyway, so um, after that. I just got used as chief cook and bottle washer. That's all I used to do, mm. just mess around. And so, when the chance came up to move to um, the one, the one five eight regiment, the no, no, the Royal Anglian Regiment, the one five eight, yeah, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. Anyway, really large corps, wasn't it? Really large corps, yeah. Uh, as I say, they've lost the Royal Anglian bit now, on it, uh, which yeah. is a shame. So just, nod to the past, and we, we remained with the uh, barrows. We just had the really large cool badge in it. Mm. So you still had the brown berry with the, uh, the tombstone behind, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We kept remained with that. That was uh, Colonel Bolus made that happen. Mm. He made sure that we. He said you can change this over, but we're keeping the berry. Mm. Have they uh, disbanded them now? No, they haven't disbanded them. They just took the Royal Anglian bit off. And the badge? And the, the badge. Well, not, not the berry, just the berry. Uh, but the berry's gone and the Royal Anglian bit's gone, which is a shame. Mm. It, it was um, made to stand out against the others, oh. which isn't a bad thing. No. Because um, they gave us five years to re-roll, and we did it in three. All right. So all the what... training, everything. Um, yeah, we had to retrain. Uh, you know, change over to vehicles and get all get our uh, yeah, so licenses. What, so what? Um, what was one five eight then? Royal Royal Logistic Corps or a really large corps? So what role did you actually have with them? And what did you? Um, do? Well, I started off as uh, training. I was doing all the training, um, helping out on that. So I was um, training up. Um, what do they call it? State. Grade three, so we had a couple of weekends 
where all the new recruits came in and we had to go through grade three. So they had to do three weekends in a row. And once they'd passed that or failed it, they had to reset it or whatever. And no, that's um, like basic recruit training, was it? Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like a, he's a spanner and this is what it does. <laughs> sort of. And um, showing them how to find faults on a Land Rover. All right, so it, it wasn't sort of the basic, basic recruit training. No, no, and... no, 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 no. It wasn't like that. It was all oh. to do with um, vehicles and signs. And, Phase and, you know, two stuff, really. Yeah, yeah. It was the um, things like bridge signs. You know, out in Germany, you get the, the signs that are underneath. Yeah. Showing the tank and it's... And, and what weight you can push across yeah. it, that sort of thing, yeah. They're basically local agreement things because obviously a normal uh, tank weighs what 65 yeah, tons no. <laughs> 56 i think on the uh, 56 yeah, the yeah yeah that's right yeah so they had to sort of locally agree that tanks could go across there <laughs> otherwise they might collapse you know <laughs> so there were certain bridges you had to look out for the signs and different things <laughs> Mind you, so a lot of that was down that. to the monkeys, wasn't it? Uh, for route, um, routing track uh, um, convoys and stuff through. Yeah, it was, but we still had to keep an eye on the signs. Yeah, just in case they went, didn't get it right. Yeah, in case they didn't get it right. So they had to know what they was going into. So all that sort of stuff. Like I say, basic fault fixing, changing a tyre, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it's quite interesting. Watching the girls try and change your tyre. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a lot of them were a lot better than the men, so I won't take the piss out of them. Because some of them were like, the girls were just jumping on it and I mean, getting the, the nuts undone, then jacking it up and then taking it off. All right, they struggled a bit. Yeah. But they got it done. I mean, they were working in pairs, so. Yeah, they don't want to try and prove themselves, don't they? That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember in uh, when I was in one five, uh, sorry, in Royal England, we had a little medic, and um, she was only five foot tall, five foot four, and she was actually five foot three and a quarter, three and a half inches because she tried is, to is get that into what, the bed. It was, <laughs> was that wet in high heels? <laughs> no, that was barefoot. Um, <laughs> she tried to get into the the regs, and uh, they, they wouldn't take her because she was half inch short. Oh, it's outrageous. Ridiculous, isn't it? Nowadays, it would. She was absolutely brilliant. She was up for anything. I mean, you'd see this pile of kit come walking past, and that was her. It was just a kit on the move. (laughs) (laughs) Wearing her webbing. (laughs) It was quite funny. Yeah. Looked like a little chad walking down the road. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we we had a a girl in PSYOPs, um, Sarah Bryant, and she she was a real gutsy little bird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she was the first female to be killed in Afghanistan, which was wow. a real, real shame. I trained her up before she went out, and, and she just got stuck in, and she was brilliant, absolutely yeah. brilliant. She kept up with all the boys and everything, um, yeah. got stuck in, really got mm-hmm. stuck in on the weapons and everything like that. So, yeah, she was she was a really, really gutsy little girl. Yeah, we had a, we had a laugh with her one day. We was doing, um, managed to get hold of some 66. And it was firing those. Yeah. So Everybody was running in, grabbing a 66, running down, 
hiding behind a bush, preparing it, and then going up and firing through a window. Well, we did that to her. She come running in. I passed her the 66 and running down and stood behind the window and went, I can't fire it. And she couldn't even see out the window. <laughs> so they let her fire it off the side. We was in hysterics. She should be bastards. You knew that was going to happen. Give her a box to stand on. <laughs> yeah. It was funny, but she was up for anything. She would just do it. You know, you told her what to do, away she'd go. Wind her up, point her yeah. in the right direction. and obviously. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's sort of changing the story a bit there. Sorry about that. That's but, right. uh, yeah. So after my stint with the uh, Royal Anglian Machine Gun Platoon and meeting up with, um, do you remember DeBretton Gordon, Major DeBretton Gordon? I do. Um, yeah, well, I nice. can't remember whether this was his son or one of his, well, I think it was his son. Yeah, his, his, his son was. His son came into the regiment. I remember that. Yeah, his son was a sergeant, and I'll tell, tell you what, he just hated the TA. He, they should never have sent him oh, to yeah. look after the TA because he just hated it. Everyone because I was ex-reg. He was he okay, me, Yeah, no, no, he wasn't. He treated me even worse. Yeah. Anyway, and. and I never got on with him, and one of the parties, Catherine actually told him what an arsehole he was. <laughs> there was a few other words I could throw in there, but she wouldn't use them. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So he came yeah. in as a PSI, did he? Yeah, he was. He was an absolute piece of crap. He was. He just. He might as well have just. What's, what's going in. on out the back there? Uh, sorry, that was a trailer going past. Someone's oh, yeah. turning around parking. Um, yeah, never did like the bloke. I had all the time in the world for his dad. But yeah, his dad was really good. Yeah, I, I was dad. his clerk for a well, while. His, his dad worked up through the ranks as well, didn't he? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he started off as a, he was as a lowly private. And, yeah, he's worked his way up. Uh, so, yeah, he, he used to really like the bloke. Him, I wouldn't piss on him if he was on the fire, I'm afraid. <laughs> so, when did you get into the motorbike malarkey? Well, that was I transferred across, as I said, and um, then I was over in Colchester. Uh, I'd moved from Chelmsford, and they sort of just waved me at the door and said, Fuck off, basically. <laughs> Sorry, excuse my friend. <laughs> You'd have to bleep that one. <laughs> yeah, but there was no no ceremony or nothing. I just left. And I thought, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Was it an easy transition across? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I had no problems going. I thought, yeah, sod you, I'm going. No, I went for the paperwork side of it. I mean, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I just signed all the paperwork, sent it across. Didn't mess about. So anyway, I and then I went over and I was sort of training the the troops, as I said to start with. And I went on a few training courses myself, which is one of them was the motorcycle um, instructor's course, because obviously I had my motorcycle license. So they said, oh, you want to do a motorcycle instructor's course? I said, yeah, why not? Yeah. Made a lot so, of sense. Uh, yeah. So I went on that. And we were driving around on Suzuki's. Oh. Suzuki 350s, trial bikes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that what you, nice. you, you learned on, was it? Yeah, yeah, that was what they was training us on. To um, basically, we did the off-road course as well. 
at the end of it. So he was up there for two and a half weeks. Oh, brilliant. Where did, where did you do that? Was that up at, um, um, what's that place up just the other side of Hull? Yeah. Yes, I know what you mean. <laughs> Even though I forgot about it. <laughs> anyway, that's not really all there. Anyway, that was the main recruitment, main uh, training depot, wasn't it? Um, oh, God, I go past it often, you know. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, yeah, we went up there, and that's where we did all their training. So I did me um, class one at um, Cambridge because I already had my class two from um, three rod and uh, from sorry five rod angling, six rod angling, whatever you want to Yeah. So I'd done class two upgrade uh, out on the road. So we were just driving up in civilians and driving out on the road. Uh, did that for a week and passed that. Great thing was I did it in Cambridge and came out of uh, Water Beach, is it? Oh, yeah, I know Water Beach. I used to do a lot of training there. Used to do, yeah. uh, they, that's where they did all the um, the bits courses and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we went up there to do the, um, what you call it, um, exam. Mm. Um, went out and when we arrived there, I'll tell you what, it was the foggiest day I've seen in years. I mean, you could see about 30 <laughs> metres if you was lucky. And so I thought, oh, they're going to bloody cancel it. And it, yeah, it, was, it was a real pea super. So anyway, we got in there, sat in there for a little while. And he said, oh, it's cleared enough. We'll go out. I said, yeah, all right. And literally, it was about 30 metres you could see. <laughs> and after that, it was just a whiteout. You were lucky if you saw anything 30 metres in front of you. So I did all the um, reversing and everything and braking exercise and all that across the square. And then he said, yep, yeah, we're off out there. <laughs> off we went, out the gate. Thought, oh, great, this is fun. So I said, we'll, we'll do our, uh, we'll come down here and sit on this little side road and we'll do our um, gear change exercise. Because obviously it was manual. Yeah. Then, so you have to go right down through the gears. Yeah, and then back up. First, and then back up again from first to top gear. It's all right so, unless you've got a 16 speed or <laughs> an eating twin splitter. Yeah, luckily it wasn't. <laughs> it was a, it was a, um, that was, yeah, so it was an eight speed. Did you have the half gears on it as well? Yeah, yeah, I go through all the half gears as well and down and down and down and then back up again. Um, so you, you're lucky. I did um, my coach license <laughs> I did it in an old Rootmaster. Oh, God. With, with a four speed crash gearbox in it. Oh, <laughs> I've done all the training. It makes a man of you, I did that. Absolutely. No yeah. power steering. God, no, it's a pig to drive. Absolute pig. But yeah. like you say, you, you get the, the speed wrong when you're trying to change down and it's. Oh, and crunch. Hit <laughs> <laughs> the floor. But I mean, I've got the hang of this gearbox, and it was it was yeah. sweet as a nut. This gearbox, really. Yeah. But you just had well, to double the clutch, and there's a big old heavy clutch on it as well. Yeah, absolutely. You came out of it absolutely exhausted. <laughs> so it made you use your mirrors, especially when reversing. Yeah. Well, you should should use your mirrors anyway yeah. when you're reversing. But obviously, the, the the guys who were on the flatbed were all looking out the back window. Reversing, yeah. Well, they were using it. Mm. They got away with it. But uh, of course, when they come to drive properly, 
Yeah. They had problems them. reversing because they couldn't see behind them. It was like, <laughs> oh, what are we doing? <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, carrying on from that, I carried on. And, you know, just outside of the uh, water beach, there's a national, old national petrol station. Yeah, that was a long time. Yeah, yeah, that was a long time ago. That's how long ago it was. And um, so he said, right, come along here. We went out the gate. Sorry, we went further on down the road. And as we were coming down the road, I could see through the very murky mist. It had gone up to about 40 metres by, by this point. So I started slowing down and I thought, there's something in the middle of the road there. So I slowed down, slowed down, slowed down. And there was two cars had an accident in the middle of the road. One had gone to turn into the petrol station and another one had tried to overtake mm. and smacked into the back of it, right. come out of the mist and just hit him. Anyway, sat there for a moment, looked at it, and I thought, well, I can't get through that gap without going on the curb. Oh, well. <laughs> Changed down. <laughs> out of the curb slowly, drove along, passed it, and the instructor said, uh, sorry, the examiner, he said, why did you do that? I said, well, I couldn't sit there all day. I well, I'm just going to hold up traffic. He said, well done. He said, I was waiting for you to do it. I said, well, I didn't think about it. I said, the only thing I can do is go up the curb. You didn't want to stop and help out the accident then? Well, it was too late by then. There was too many people around here rushing around. It already it happened ages before we got there. All right. So, as we went down the road, the police were passing us on the way up there. Mm. So. And then um, we carried on down the road. And I tell you what, the, the mist started, well, fog. It really cleared then. And uh, off we went. Uh, uh, all the way around Cambridge. Uh, I can't remember where the turn is, but I was coming up to one turn and it almost doubles back on itself. Now there's a set of traffic lights there and you can't turn left with a HGV. All right. At the time, you could turn left. So anyway, I've come up the road and I could see this turning and I thought he's going to ask. He said, will you turn left here, please? And I thought, right, right, get right across. So anyway, I've got right across, gone through the lights, started my turn, and I could see this car coming down towards me and I could see the bloke arguing with his wife and I could see the truck behind him stop because he could see me. Mm. <laughs> he saw me and he thought, well, he's going to come around that corner, so we'll have to wait here. So this bloke come towards us and I just went, okay, put the brakes on. This bloke looked up and he went, stop quickly, you had to reverse quickly. And the instructor went, fucking wanker. (laughs) He said, you did the right thing. He said, you was in the road. He said, you stopped, you applied the handbrake. He said, were you about to bib? I said, I was, but I think he saw me. So I didn't know that. (laughs) So he said, yeah, well done. Okay, carry on. So I had my window open and he went, wanker. All right, sir. <laughs> the bloke in the, the truck behind him was absolutely hysterical. He was laughing. He thought, that'll teach him. Keep an eye on the road. So then I went round the roundabouts in um, Cambridge and I couldn't believe it. We'd been practicing round Cambridge for a couple of days. And there was traffic galore everywhere, so you had to come up to the roundabout, stop, oh. check the mirrors and everything. And off you'd go around the roundabout. Every roundabout was like that. Day of the test, 
come up to the first roundabout. No traffic. Slowed down. Still no traffic. Carried on. Come up to the next roundabout. Same again. No traffic. Carried on. <laughs> Went round five roundabouts. Absolutely no traffic and carried on driving. <laughs> the instructor, the sorry, the examiner looked over at me. He said, you must have an angel on your shoulder today. He said, <laughs> he said I've never seen that in all the years I've done this. I said, yeah, neither have I. So. <laughs> well, we had a good laugh about that. Then we drove back and he said, yeah, pleased to tell you you've passed. Excellent. So that was fun. Yeah, that was that was brilliant fun. And then um, from there, I did other training. Uh, I went on to do um, mobile petrol pump attendant. <laughs> 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 so yeah, we did the um, bowsers on the back of the uh, four tonners, four tonners, and also, of course, I did the um, tankers as well. Yeah. And funnily enough, the guy I'd gotten to know quite a few of the instructors while we've been up there because we've been doing all our sort of basic training first and then mm. everything else. So I got to know quite a few of the corporals and sergeants up there. And uh, I was said, You're back again? I said, Yeah, yeah. I said, Well, I'm for punishment. Boy, I'll, yeah, <laughs> I'll come and do the courses. So, yeah, so I did me, uh, as I say, my tanker training. That was quite interesting. The guy who was training us had gone out to Iraq. Yeah. And he, he said he, he drove back one time from the, filling up the uh, four tunners, come back, and this bloke ran over to him with a big bag of white pegs and a mallet. He said, there you go. He said, here's your coordinates. Off you go. Said, What's the bag for? <laughs> and he went, that's for the bullet holes. Well, he said, how far am I going up the front? He said, you're going right up the front. He said, we can't keep up with them. They took them moving too fast. So he was going right to the front with his tanker. I said, they could have at least painted them green. Yeah. <laughs> Just give them an aiming target. Oh, right at the centre of the white mats. <laughs> Yeah, he was quite chuffed about that. He said, bloody hell. He said, I can't believe it. He said, but luckily I didn't get shot at. He said, the, most of them were surrendering. It yeah. was only the, um, what, what you call it? That was 1990, was it? Yeah, yeah, that was the first one. First yeah. Gulf War. Yeah. Yeah, I missed out on that one. Yeah, it's one was... of the only wars I did miss out on. Yeah. <laughs> right. So did did you see the... Um, when when I when I did the tanker stuff, they showed you um, the shell. Grantham, the, that's the name of the place. Grantham, yeah. the shell Sorry, video. Yes, yes, yeah. The old blevy. Yeah, showing showing how the baffles worked in the in the tanker and all that. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. Fun. The blevy so, one was quite interesting because it blew up about uh, two kilometres in the middle of the town, didn't it? Yeah. So it wasn't the Oshkosh you was working on. It was just one of the old, what were they, Leylands, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, it was an old Leyland, yeah. Yeah, Leyland with a tank on the back, yeah. Yeah, but also you had to do it with a donkey engine, you need to pump it out. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, it's not gravity fed. No. <laughs> the old old um, 
tankard rather than in England. You drop the hose on the floor and let it roll out. Yeah. And we had to pump it out. When I was in Afghanistan, um, I had the opportunity to drive an Oshkosh. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Which is quite a beast. Yeah. And and, and they actually, there's there's a um, drive on the axles on the, the trailer as well. So it's all-wheel oh, right. drive on, on these things. So it's, you've got a, a, a six-axle or three-axle truck. Yeah, with a two axle trailer, but there's there's a prop shaft that goes onto the trailer as well, so you can. Oh, right. So you have to connect the prop yeah. shaft as well as you when you hook up. Yeah, pretty um, much. Well, I didn't have to do any of that. I just no. had, I, I just had a jump. I was going to say ninety percent of the time it was most probably hooked up all the time. Mm. Only come off when you had to go in for repair or something, I suppose. Yeah, and they're automatic, so you just press a button basically. Well, that's like the drops vehicles. They're yeah. all automatic. You know, um, you remember at Grantham they got them big humps. Yeah. Like you drive over. Yeah. Well, that'd have been my lot from Colchester. <laughs> well, to, to cut a long story short, the guys at Colchester were originally the machine gun platoon in Chelmsford. And when I first transferred over, it was a point scorer, really, as well as a fingers up to the um, Royal Anglians, um, or that particular part of it. Yeah. I said to the guys, I said, That was the same sort of time that it went, went across to uh, East of England, was it? Yeah, it was just shortly afterwards. Um, yeah. What it was, they were doing like the machine gun platoon, but none of them, they were sort of getting really bored with it. So I said, Why don't you come over for the evening? This is about three or four weeks after I'd left and joined up with it. So we're doing a, a recruit night. So if you want to come over, um, have a look. If you like it, transfer over. That's up to you. I said, just have a look. So yeah. they all come over. That's the bloody poacher in you, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly was. <laughs> and they, they all came over and did a, a, a quick look. And they said, do you know what? This looks like much more fun than sitting out behind a gun going rat a tat 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 and then having to clean it all afterwards. Yeah, there is, that, that is a downside to foreign yeah. <laughs> machine gun with lots of bullets. Yeah, but they just got lots yeah. of cleaning. I mean, when, when it was more, it was more involved. And there was, I mean, all we did was basically go there, set it up and fire all night, all day. Whereas with the mortars, you could take it apart, come in, yeah, and you could practice all the drills and everything. Yeah, with, yeah, that's with, it. With the um, what do they call that barrel with a big hole in it, where you drop it in the top and it falls. Oh yeah, the um, practice tube. Uh, practice, practice tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And practice all that and stuff like that with the gun. That's it. You yeah. know, and the time you get to use it is when you fire it. Yeah. So anyway, they came over and they had a look, and they all went, "Yeah, we'd like to transfer over." I said, look, I said, I'm not, you know, I'm not forcing you. If you want to come, you come. And I said, okay, lads, go back and say, do you know what they did to them? Go on. And after they told them, and they said, yes, we want to transfer over to 158 Regiment. It was 158, the Royal Anglian Regiment, the Royal Logistics Corps. That's the one. Yeah. And uh, they all went, yeah, we'd like to transfer. And they said, right. They actually formed them up 
and marched them out to the gate and slammed the gate behind them. I said, get your cars outside ready. All right, okay. So they all got their cars out and then come back in. And they actually marched them out the gate and slammed the gate behind them. So don't bother coming back. Yeah. I thought that was really nice of them. That's wrong. Yeah, it was wrong. So they came over and, of course, they were, well, you you thought uh, Andy Tanks was a bunch of renegades. You hadn't met this lot. (laughs) 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 One of them was an (laughs) ex-Tempera. He was a great guy, Mick Pilgrim. Mick Pilgrim was in. Um, still, still see him quite a lot. We, we have a meal out every so often. We bump into the lads, <laughs> and they, they all come over. We have a good laugh, talking about the old days. And uh, so, anyway, he was a motorcyclist, and we had a lady in charge of us. And he used to go, "Nick, want to play? Want to play?" And he used to ride off because he, he'd done all motorcycle, um, motocross, and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So we used to go up and down the hills wherever we were on his motorbike. Down the other side. <laughs> so he used to go off and play on his bike. Uh. Those, those hills in Grantham, we was up there for a, a weekend. And uh, what they did was they said, oh, we want you to go around, practice coming over the hills and down the other side. So what? My lot did, <laughs> in their wonder of wonders, <laughs> come around the bottom doing about 50 mile an hour, <laughs> shot up the hill and actually took off when they come over the top. <laughs> so, <laughs> but they ended up, at the end of the day, they, they, we was going back. And it wasn't one of our vehicles, luckily. So <laughs> somebody else's vehicle. We was coming back and we suddenly heard this voice come over and they said, stop the convoy, stop the convoy. Said, what is that? One of the vehicles, it's just shred a tyre with the bending axle. That'd <laughs> 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 be Kazivak's back. <laughs> yeah. Boys oh, yeah, that was. Oh, he's getting off, Sydney. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, so we, uh, we certainly enjoyed ourselves. We did have a good time. So when did you get the Armstrongs in? The Armstrong? Is it the Armstrong? The um, diesel motorbike? <laughs> no, we didn't get those. Start with, we had the uh, Rotax. All right. Because yeah, I know they were, they, were, they were looking into getting these diesel motorbikes at one stage. Yeah, I don't think they really worked. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> they were too heavy and bulky. Yeah, they was, wasn't a very good idea at all. <laughs> no, no, they never worked. Uh, if they did, I didn't know about it. Certainly, I think they trialled them, but it just wasn't worth it. Yeah, I heard about it and never heard much yeah. else about it. No, they sort of talked about it and they trialled a few of them, but it just wasn't going to work. Mm. There's no such thing as a diesel motor. <laughs> it just wasn't going to work. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to start it first thing in the morning? <laughs> put, a, put a fire under me and sit there chugging away, you know, yeah. while you were... Oh, dear. So, I think um, we'll pull the pin on there, Harry. I think okay, then, mate. I think we've had a really good laugh this morning. So, this will go out on Sunday with a bit of luck. Yeah, okay, then. Hopefully we'll catch up this Friday and finish off. Yeah. 
And so we'll, we'll, we'll get to a couple of other guys in and we'll, we'll have a boys' chat. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll have to do it on the phone because mine computer yeah. is naked. Yeah, that'll be fine. All right. So we, we, we can use this system and I'll have hopefully one of the boys in the, in the studio with me. Okay, then. All right, Harry. Thanks okay. very much again. It's been an absolute delight talking to you. And I hope, hope, hilarious. I hope our listeners like it too. <laughs> I hope I've amused a few people anyway. I think you uh, have. Yes, I know Catherine's going to find it amusing <laughs> hearing about the stories that I never tell her. <laughs> you did what? You did what? <laughs> anyway, Tim. Yeah. Nice to speak to you again. As always, a great pleasure, Harry. Thanks for listening and look forward to the next one. <laughs>